things. Hey everyone, welcome to Why Mommy Drinks. This is Betsy Stover. And I'm Amanda Allen. And this episode we are joined by David Wayne. Hello! Hello. Oh, I did I let yes, I'm here. I just appeared. Uh, Amazing. He's a he's a uh, director, a writer, an actor, producer. He's a fancy man and he's a dad. Hi. Hello. Uh I have three kids. Uh I don't know if you know that. Uh but uh they're all boys, seven, five, and two. Wow. Yeah. It's a full house. It's a lot. It's a lot of boys. It's a lot of it's a lot of boys. It's a lot of butts on my furniture. Uh it's a lot of pee on my They floor. don't all three poop, do they? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Together at the same time. I mean they do like yeah. in general. It's a, it's some if they didn't do it I'd be alarmed. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I, it's, it's part of the human process. Yeah, that's what I learned. Do your both? Yeah, I have yeah. Two, two boys. Two boys. How old? Seven and ten. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. So you're are you and what do you have? Oh, I have a seven year old and then twin four and a half year old girl. Oh, seven year seven year old boy and then twin four and a half year old girls. Okay. We all have a seven year old boy. Yeah. We can all discuss that very specific age. We could all put the we could put our seven year olds under the table. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, how, what's it like having a 10 year old? Is it sort of, I are mean, you out of the woods a little? I'm, I wouldn't say that. Oh, I mean, fuck. it's different woods and, and also the same, a lot of the same stuff as they, since he was two. Oh, okay. And then some new stuff <laughs> and a lot of fears and like reading stuff about when boys start looking at porn and all yeah, that. Yeah. I'm super freaked out about that. Yeah. And it's not, it's going to happen in a blink of an eye. It's crazy. Does know? he have a phone? He does not have a phone, um, but he is, I mean, I don't think he's there yet, but I think, you know, it's only a matter of- You don't have to eye. even be there to stumble yeah. upon it necessarily, right? I'm just, I'm just saying, like, I don't know if his brain and his body is there yet, but it's close, you know? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, yeah, that is a big thing that I worry about. Do you worry about that? Oh, I'm terrified. Yeah. Because it's, like, I'm, it's I'm, not I'm, just stumbling upon a VHS tape, it's like- the vast, oh, it makes me, I, well, I can't, I, I, know. I know that if there was high-speed internet when I was yeah. Nine, right. 10, 11, I would have been dead by now. I would yeah. have been in an alleyway drinking Woolite. You know, it just would have been awful. That's a weird, that's a. Well, I'm remembering that scene from the Woody Allen movie about that. Oh, wait, which movie? Uh, everything You Always Wanted to Know About Sex. <gasps> oh. <laughs> that one. Just the image came to mind and I said it out loud before I had a chance to edit it. <laughs> Fair enough. Thank you. Fair enough. You yeah. Know, I mean, I'm I'm worried. So seven is like a weird thing where they're still like young. Mm -hmm. There's still there's still like this innocence and youthfulness about them. And then but you can sort of feel the turn to where they're like turning into bigger kids yeah. with bigger problems and bigger fears and bigger thoughts about the world. Yeah. And uh, like Wes's uh, buddy. His older sister is watching Stranger Things, too. Uh -huh. And she's Ooh. into it. And so Wes is coming home and he's like, the Demigorgon. And oh, and Eleven, she has these powers and I know all about it. And I was, I'm in, I'm a little like, oh, that scared me. You're, 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 you're so young. You should still like Caillou, you know? Like, yeah. and he's like, no, he's like getting into like these bigger picture things. I haven't shown that to him yet, but it's hard because you want to hold on to them and have them be in the little baby stuff, but then also you realize like, well, to keep up with their peers, you kind of have to let it go. And it's also just not going to happen. I mean, yeah. Yeah. it's just these are people that are going to become people and there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah totally. I, uh, a friend of mine had her seven or six-year-old um, and was with another family member playing video games and she was not paying attention for a little while and it turned out he was playing Grand Theft Auto for like Holy two shit. hours, which is like the most graphically violent, awful oh. game ever. And, oh. and, the guy, and the it was like her... You know, the uncle or something is like, what's the problem? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, oh, no my God. Deal. <laughs> Whatever. It's a video <laughs> game. You played video games when you were a kid. Like, I beat a hooker to death. Why? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's a little spaceship or Pong. You know, there's a big difference. <laughs> I remember the very first time I played Grand Theft Auto and I stopped at all the stoplights. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't want to get pulled over in this game. I came to Los Angeles when I was living in New York f for two weeks to take meetings, and I was staying with a friend of mine who had Grand Theft Auto, and I had given up video games years before because I'm addict I can be addicted. Uh -huh. 
And I sat in my friend's house for two weeks and missed all my meetings <gasps> and just stayed up all night long. And like, it was really, you got pulled no. into it. It was quite something. And then I got in my car to drive somewhere and I'm like, I can't just drive normally. I had to like yes. rip the door off and get in and drive around. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that way sometimes if I play a video game too much. It, like, distorts my perception oh, of reality. Cool. When people say, like, video, like, my husband's always like, video games don't change the way you see the world. Or, like, kids oh, can play video true. games. And it's, I agree. By the way, I, any, it's not true. Anything you do with your time changes your world. Right. At every, whoever you hang out with, whatever you read, whatever you watch, whatever you deal with. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. And, and when I played in college, I played a lot of Tetris in 1990. <laughs> <laughs> so much so that I, I dreamt about it and I saw it in class and it yes. was just disgusting. And that's when I took all my floppy disks and threw them away and ripped them up and, and stopped stopped. <laughs> yeah, I like how dated this is. That's so amazing. Yeah. Ripped up on my floppy disks. Oh, so, you know, I'm, I'm doing publicity right now because I'm, I'm, this movie's coming out and it's so like Everyone's asking me about stuff, and I'm like, yeah, well, in 1993, I'm just like, oh, God. It's just, oh, it's, just, oh. Is it a, it's a period piece? No, no. I'm just reminded of how old I am. But oh, I'm no. Still, like, asking me about how I get started, and I'm just like, I don't want to talk. I'm so, I'm so alarmed of how often I use start sentences, Will, with in 1990-something. <laughs> That's when time stopped for you. <laughs> My development arrested at that moment in time. Uh, well, maybe you should start this week, huh? Do you sure. want to start? Yeah. I mean, I feel like I never stop, but yes. Uh, so... Uh, I talk a lot about one of my one of my daughters likes to be contrary. She's a contrarian. Is that a that's a word, right? Contrarian. I don't know. Anyway, I, I think it's so. like Mary Mary quite contrary. Well, this would be Emmeline Emmeline. She, she is, is a contrarian. Contrary. She's contrary. She is contrary. She's contrary. I don't know. Anyway, so she oh. goes against whatever it is. Like I'll ask her, I'll say, "Oh, did you dream last night? What did you dream about?" And she's like, "I didn't dream. I don't dream. Like <laughs> always, always." So, um. She's also a little kleptomaniac. Oh. So, like, we'll be in stores, and she's, like, very fast, and we'll grab things and just stuff them in her pockets. Ooh. So I have to watch her. and Or, but she does it like a four-year-old, you know? So, like, uh, but she'll, like, walk out backwards, you know, like, where she's, like, we're just going to, I'm just going to walk like this so that you can't see what's behind me. So my hands are behind <sighs> my back, and she, like, kind of backs up. So I like, guess what that's just you how got? you walk now. What have you got in your hands? Nothing. I don't have anything in my hands. Oh, Okay. I see that you have something in your hands. You can't take things from stores. You have to bring it back. Only when you have to buy things, they belong here. Or we go to kids' houses. She's always taking toys. And she's did like, this steal, is mine. Did you steal stuff when you were a kid? I stole one thing. One thing? Yeah. It was like a little Cabbage Patch clip thing. It was like, a, you know, those little, the little hands would clip together. I can't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> the little hands. We can't be friends anymore. I stole it from this kid's house, and I ran to my house, Ooh. and I loved it, and I was like, oh, "I got it!" And I would like, I played with it for about five minutes, and then the guilt oh. and worry washed over me, and I couldn't take it, and I ran back to that kid's house, and I like opened the fence. This is, I mean, okay, now I forgive you. Okay, you're a good person. <laughs> I ran back and I clipped it on their like house plant that was hanging in the front yard, and then I ran away, and I. Like, ultimately, they probably didn't think, oh, let's look in that house plan where the toy is and the kid's toy is destroyed. <laughs> but in my mind, I was like, oh, like, I took this kid's thing. And then after that, I, I didn't steal ever again. Wow. I helped people steal as I got older. Oh. But I what? didn't wait, steal. Wait, wait, wait. Slow down. <laughs> Rewind. What? So, like, like part large of amounts of money, money from, from the companies and, <laughs> you know, I grew up in Florida. That's what we did. <laughs> what part? Tampa, okay, the 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 classiest of the classy cities. <laughs> Where'd you so, grow up, David? Cleveland, Ohio. Oh, okay. Oh. Shaker Heights, Ohio. Right on. My mom's from Columbus. Mm, right doesn't mean anything to me. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice for you. Um. Uh. So no, but uh, in Florida, I would do. So I worked at like the grocery store. And so all the kids uh, in high school would come through my line with their fake IDs. Oh, sure, yeah. And so one of the things we would do, there were a couple ways that we would we would get uh, slick, I guess, with like giving people things. So they would come through and they would buy Boone's Strawberry Hill Farm mm-hmm. wine or whatever it is, juice with alcohol in it, and cartons of cigarettes and then a pack of gum. And we would ring the pack of gum up oh. and then be like, boop, right. boop. 
My and friend then, Ken used to work at uh, Two Boots Pizza in New York, yeah. and we'd go in and order three slices of pizza, and he'd be like, ding dong, 25 cents. Yes. You know? <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's totally, I mean, it, instead of pizza, though, yeah, I, pizza's nicer. I was Cash like, register had here, a doorbell little 16-year-old kids, here's a bunch of cigarettes, I'll see you at the end of my shift. <laughs> it was terrible. But yeah, I was like, That's great. So I helped people steal, I guess. I just had my first slice of pizza in months, 10 minutes ago. Just what? weirdly. I mean, isn't that inst- insanely how, hysterical? How, how did you go months without a slice of pizza? <laughs> I just don't think about it when I'm here in Los Angeles. Because it's not good. Oh. No, it's good. It's fine. It's just, it's just. in fact, I went to Central Park Pizza, which is delicious. But but uh, why am I telling you this? Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> when I lived, in, when I lived in New York, every two blocks, you're like, oh, oh let's yeah. grab a slice. Here, you don't think about it. I would eat no. pizza all the time. Yeah. I remember a long, long time ago, I did a show and a director was like, you are what you eat. And I didn't understand it. I was like, I'm the pizza. Because that was all I, I ate in it New York. It took me years to cheap. understand what the fuck that meant. I would love to be a pizza. Yeah, it's not bad. <laughs> I'd love to eat another slice, too. <laughs> I started to understand what that meant a little bit more when I had a baby. When, every time I would have a baby who didn't eat food, and then they would start to eat solid food, and they would always, whatever they were eating would like emanate from their pores, I would notice. <laughs> oh. They would smell like strawberries, or they would smell like ketchup or whatever. I mostly just gave it's them a weird kind strawberry of baby. and ketchup. I know. Uh, <laughs> I realized, like, oh, right, we're made of the fucking food we eat. And, and... I was thinking of Willy Wonka and when she turned into she, a, and it, a blueberry. Yeah. yeah. And I had to squeeze her. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody was showing their kid that the other day, and they were like, oh, I showed the kids. Oh, I don't think I can that. show my kids that yet. And I told them, Scary. if you don't listen and you don't behave, you Ooh. turn into a blueberry. And I was like, you did you told that to your kids? I love, I love lying to my kids. <laughs> There's um it's so terrible. I sometimes they they like to play with money and like I uh you know like or they won't wash their hands after it or they'll try to put it in their mouths and I always tell them that people put money up their butt. And <laughs> they, that's why so you some some do, do maybe. Yeah. So it's not really do. a lot. Right? I'm sure somebody does it. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway, go it's on. A great. This is great. <laughs> sometimes people put money Don't up put their butts. Don't put that in your mouth. People put money in their butts. <laughs> I love it. Maybe it's because I have I have six younger siblings. I'm I'm older by eight years. Oh wow! And so I grew up just like lying, <laughs> just for fun. My like... sisters did that to me. Yeah. I have much older sisters, and they lied to me for sport. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> and their and all their boyfriends and all their friends. Yeah. Oh no, that's I not was like nice. a play toy of the neighborhood. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do they tell you that people put money in their butts? <laughs> uh, no, that was one that I didn't get. That reminds me of that awesome ass penny. Thing that, That's where know, I got yeah. it. I think. Yeah. I think like subconsciously, <laughs> I remember the Ask Penny's uh, UCB Comedy Central sketch. Oh. But go on. Oh. So you were talking about oh, so Emmeline, she oh, just steals she's contrary. things. Yeah, and she's she keeps taking things. And I like went to one of these parenting workshop things, and they were like, "Well, at this age, they they don't have the capacity to lie." And I don't believe that at all because my kids are very good at lying. They lie all the time, and so um. And, and and it's not my son doesn't lie. He's too terrified. He's the firstborn. He's terrified of getting into trouble or breaking yeah, the rules. That's and how I was. The girls are like, I'm sleeping right now. And you're like, You're not, you're talking to me, your eyes are awake, you're standing in front of me. And they're like, No, I'm totally asleep. Uh but so they so she she's gotten very good at uh taking things, hoarding them, and then we find them later Ooh. and we're like, What is this? Where did you get this from? So there's the other day Kate Kate was opening up her backpack. And there was a little mermaid inside of it. And he was like, Emmeline, you cannot take toys from school. And she's like, I didn't take it from school. He was like, well, where did you get it from? And she was like, my friend Sophie. And he was like, you can't take Sophie's toy. She's like, it's fine, Dad. She died. That toy is mine now. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> and it was like as straightforward as she could. <laughs> I was in the other room. And I was like, I love it. what? She's like, Sophie's dead. It's mine now. And Sorry to bury the lead. My friend's That's dead. So but most importantly, terrible. I have this toy of hers. <laughs> what four-year-old is like, I've got it figured out. Um, no, I'm going to keep this. I love it. I'm just going to kill her. If I kill her off, yeah, they no can't one can argue. deny me. I can't bring a toy End back to discussion. a dead kid. Yeah. yeah. End of discussion. She, she wanted me to have this. Full stop. <laughs> this is her thing. <laughs> she's fine with it. I she's love dead. It. And we were like, she's not dead. You have to bring it back. <laughs> it's always weird too, because kids will come home and they'll say crazy shit, and you're like, like, oh, so and so's parents. Although, died how bad would you feel if 
<laughs> she was dead. <laughs> I know. I get a message. Oh, shut up. Your uh, friend's not dead. <laughs> a letter comes home the next day. Ooh. Ooh. I guess uh, so. She can't, doesn't have the capacity to lie. Okay. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. So she went out of her way and created this crazy fabrication just to keep the Little Mermaid toy. But she's what, four? She's four. Oh, wow. I'm in trouble when she gets older. I feel like She's my kids smart. didn't start that kind of lying until older than four. I, it was like six, maybe. Yeah. 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 She's advanced. I'm proud of her. Oh, it's because she's a girl. She's a maybe? brilliant a genius who can figure out how to manipulate everything and anyone around her. Oh boy. President. She could be president one day. Yeah. <laughs> do your Do your kids lie, David? Uh, yeah. yeah. They They mostly lie. The, the, what I can think of it, they mostly lie about I didn't. No, I didn't. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't hit him. I didn't do that. Oh, know? yeah. Like, he hit me. Oh, there's so much lying about who yeah. hit who in my house, too. Yeah. Do your kids fight? My kids, like, my, are constantly. Yeah, well, two boys constantly. They never stop fighting. And Except it, it's so cute, though, because the 10-year-old is just constantly like, I hate him. I hate my brother. He's the worst. <laughs> and then the moment he's away from 30 seconds like where is he oh is he okay i want to make sure he's okay (laughs) so you know (laughs) that's cute i feel like my seven-year-old and five-year-old are like that too they fight all the time they hate each other but they love each other well yeah they hate each other and then and then at one night it was just logistically speaking the seven the 10 year old was going to be sleeping at his mom's house instead and seven year old was like you know what I can't sleep in the room alone I know I can't oh no because they share a room yeah Yeah. Yeah. and he couldn't do it couldn't do it could not do it and we had to go get oh (laughs) yeah that's that is sweet and sad yeah yeah my boys all sleep, uh, sleep in the same room too and if yeah, if they can't all be in there, it's like I'm scared of being in here alone. Yeah, like, you have ten lights, and I'm in the next room. I always think <sighs> about my my father grew up uh, sleeping in a bed with his brother. Oh my gosh, that's old school. Yeah, well, and he they lived above a grocery store, a little grocery shop that his parents ran, and they lived in two rooms above, with three kids and the parents. Wow, <laughs> that's so old school. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I think about that when people are like, oh, your kids share a room. I'm like, kids used to share beds. Yeah. Yeah. The girls share a bed, not because we have two beds for them, but they they still. <laughs> well, that is sweet. Yeah, yeah they still. twins. Yeah, and that's starting to happen a little more. I think there was a little bit of a, like a separation for a bit, and now they're like kind of realizing, oh, wait, you're my friend. I kind of dig being around you. But when they fight, it's like. They have scars on their faces from like the Holy scratches, shit. and they like. I mean, they go crazy. They go at it. Wow. Yeah. My kids have given each other black eyes before, which is really embarrassing to show up to school and be like, yeah. "My son has a black eye. I did not do it. It's his brother." A friend of mine lived with her roommate, and they shared a bed just because. Whoa. Logistically reasons. Yeah. That's not wow. A sentence at all, but did they? Work different shifts? Nope. They just, two women, just straight in the 1920s, roommates, just wanted just... to, needed to, didn't have space for two beds. <laughs> Whoa. Wow. Yeah. They slept toe to head, you know. Oh, all right. Yeah. Like Willy Wonka. Like Willy <laughs> like Wonka. Those, like those grandparents that can't move. They lay in that bed. Well, and then another friend of mine, the grandparents sleep in a tiny, like, army-sized bed oh. their whole life through to their 80s, and they died just because they wanted to never go to sleep mad, mad at each other. Oh, I love <laughs> that. You know, Kate and I, we used to have a, a full-size bed in our room, and anybody who came to our house, like, we used to live in New Jersey, made this big house that they, like, they have in the East Coast where you, and People would come and they were like, "Let us, let's see your house." And so we'd give them a tour, and they'd get up to our room, and there was like this big bedroom, and then tiny little bed in the middle. Why you such a tiny bed? We didn't want to get rid of it. It was the same thing. It was like it didn't bother us when we were in Brooklyn and in a tiny apartment, and we're not used to being in a giant bed, and we didn't have any money, and I was super pregnant, so we were like, "Ah, whatever." Uh. So then we did this. We bought a queen, which is basically the same size as a full. It's like just a tiny little bit larger. It's not. It's not worth, I don't think, buying a brand new bed for. Oh, Well, now all of our kids come into our room every night. And so there's five of us in a little 
queen size bed. Well, I, I was in New York for a, a long enough time that I'm not comfortable in huge spaces. Yeah. Uh, really. And I, I like it being cozy. Uh huh. Oh, you like yeah. a little pygmy marmoset. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like, I sleep in the drawer. <laughs> <laughs> My husband and I have slept, uh, I think, for a, maybe two years in a twin sized bed wow. when we first moved in together. And when I sleep, I don't like to be touched. Oh, which oh, made either. it Good luck, Ari. very. <laughs> Good luck. Was he like this on the side of the bed? That's exactly. He slept like with one arm whole body. under, like raised yeah. up underneath the pillow, oh, and God. he slept on his side. That's He's how I end up trooper. every morning because the girls will come oh, in and really? they push everybody out of the way, and so they're in the middle. They take over the whole middle part of the bed, oh. and then Wes will kind of come in. And then Kate and I are just lining the sides of the bed like this, <laughs> like two little parentheses. Yeah, that's it. Aww. That's all. That's what we've been reduced to. <laughs> Holding it all in. Well, was that your whole story? Should I mean, I that's it. That's the whole story. Oy, she oy, just oy. steals things and kills other children off <laughs> for toys. No biggie. No biggie. No so, biggie. Stealing uh, and murder. Yeah. So Typical. It's, it's been a bit of a time uh, lately, and you you kind of know this, Amanda. I took my son, Odie, in for his two-year uh, well visit, and the doctor was like, oh, you know, he's kind of slow to talk. You should maybe, and we had kind of thought that he was. And it's hard to know sometimes because mm-hmm. our first kid talked super early and like, you know, like his one of his first words was like octagon. So, but then our second kid, our five-year-old, he's he talked really late. So our sense of what is like normal is super off and I never know what's what. So I was like, I guess that's just, he takes, he's taking his time, but I guess he's really slow to talk. And then she also heard a, a heart murmur. So I've been, since his uh, appointment, I've been sort of in this like ocean of specialists. So like the last two days, so uh, like today, an occupational therapist came to the house and had to uh, observe him and like run all these tests and stuff. And he was actually really patient. I was really amazed. He like sat at the, well, first of all, she came in and my house was like such a fucking mess and she was like well where should we should we sit at a table or do you want to sit on the floor and I I was so embarrassed because it was like it was either a table like covered in nonsense or the floor which is like (laughs) it's as if you just took like 10 granola bars and just like crumpled them and just spread them everywhere that's what my floor looks like that's what I do in the mornings (laughs) (laughs) this place is too clean granola bar fairy so yeah I I was really embarrassed that it was just so dirty granola bar fairy (laughs) sorry I just... <laughs> um, <laughs> that's how he gets there <laughs> so so yeah so she ran all these tests and the whole time it's like even even if he's totally sort of on the normal end of whatever he's going through just her questions made me so paranoid about you know so she's like oh how many words does he have mm you know um, and she was she was super friendly and nice but no matter what i was like Ugh. so she would ask these questions and then we would be like okay well that's where he developmentally he's sort of like capped oh. and and so i would always get kind of nervous when we would get to those parts because i was like oh is that normal is that not is he messed up did yeah. i do something so in a way that's good because we're probably gonna get some free speech therapy yeah and... the earlier you get the interventions yeah. the better and, and, and actually, my five-year-old had some speech therapy, and it was really positive. And what little kid, well, I, I could say for my kids, he loved just, like, it's an hour with a mm-hmm. lady who's who's giving me my her undivided attention, which yeah. is often something I can't give, which is terrible, and I feel bad about it. But So they're always really happy just to have some lady come in and, like, talk to them and play a game or whatever. But the other thing was, so that was today. And that was like an hour and a half. It was pretty amazing how he was able to sit and do it. But yesterday I had to take him to a cardiologist and it it was like a three hour long appointment where they had to give him an EKG where they put those little like suction cups on him or whatever Mm -hmm. and they monitor his heart and then they had to lay him down on a bed in a certain position and change his position and do all these sonograms on his heart. And it turns out that he has a hole in his heart and he has to get open heart surgery. So that's something I discovered yesterday, which was like a fucking nightmare. So I've been really just kind of existing on a cat, like just coffee and vodka 
and I, I just feel like a little overwhelmed and sort of numb by the whole thing. It was really weird because the, you know, the doctors are like, you must be so full of questions right now. Go ahead. And I was like, just no, like, I don't have oh any my questions. God, my mind is like, I don't even know what to think. I want to know why. Or, or just like, okay, I guess yeah. it is what it is. Like, what is there to even ask? I don't so you have know. to schedule now this and yeah, yeah i guess we have to get like a second opinion and and then luckily my uh father-in-law is a retired cardiac surgeon so we can always like run things by him oh, that's great and he's like a smart guy who just like i'm just going to read medical journals for fun like that's how he rolls that's what i do yeah right must <laughs> <laughs> by your time he's always been that way my father-in-law is amazing he, he was always like i'm gonna learn whatever mandarin on the weekend and he does genius so smart so yeah it's been a real nightmare i wish it was like funnier sometimes it's not funny yeah it was so it's been a really hard couple of days and it's hard not to like feel a little bit like i i try to push away the feelings of like somehow i did something to make you know what i mean Mm -hmm. i uh... you gestate this person well, and of course, the, uh, these things happen to everyone in yeah. one time or another, in one way or another. Every every kid, every adult has their things, and they'll have them again. Yeah, you know, it's just the way it is. Yeah. So the good thing is that it's not, it's not like if we don't take care of it, the second something bad is going to happen. It's the sort of thing they said where it's just sort of he, he we have to take care of this before he becomes an adult, and you know, but it's still really scary to think about your kid getting surgery open heart surgery and you know and i thought about you amanda her baby had open heart surgery at like seven months yeah it was uh you know i mostly hope your second opinion comes back and they say they can do a non-invasive surgery that's all i'm hoping for Mm -hmm. and or that they say uh let's have another person look at it because that's all i want because i don't want you to have to go through that but the thing that helped and I don't want him to have to go through that. Um, I but don't even know how a baby likes. How do you even keep them in a hospital bed? It's so strange. The whole idea of him being in a hospital for like three days and or more is so. I mean, you know, people do it all the time, right? All the time. All the time. My best friend is in Dallas right now, and she has a little guy, and he has leukemia. And then while he was, uh, while he, while they were figuring out that because he got very sick, and they were trying to figure out what was going on, and during that process, one of his, his like. Uh, Bowels got uh, punctured, right. and so one of his it, bowels got punctured. Well, his bowel—I guess he has a bowel, like yeah, his bowel. But so um, it got punctured, and then it's created a giant uh, problem for this poor child. So yeah. he's trying to battle leukemia. So he's on chemo. So his immune system's compromised. <gasps> oh, and he keeps getting these like. Um, perforations and then like they've had to remove part of his bowel and then reconnect it and he's so weak that they can't close him up so he's been living in the icu for like two weeks now oh what a nightmare it's 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 like such a nightmare uh so i flew out this past weekend to just go and sit with her for the day uh because sometimes that's all you need sometimes just somebody to come and oh my god that's worth everything yeah i was like how can i get her to laugh like i want to see if i can find ways because i'm probably the only person that can do that because we've known each other since we were in like fifth grade, sixth grade. Wow! But so that's amazing. It's it's hard because he's six, and yeah. so you know, like as the kids get older, it gets even harder. Like there's something about a little baby being there that they're helpless and they can't talk and they can't communicate. Mm-hmm. But he's now getting to the place where he's able to, like, he's trying to, he's intubated, in, intubated, so he can't. He's you know not breathing, and they're he's breathing, but um. He's not eating and he can't talk because it's all in there. Oh, and so he's oh no. having to use his hands to kind of talk. And it's just, it's hard to watch. But yeah. they, I will say this. What uh, helped me with uh, when I had to go through it with Benny was I had another m- a friend of mine who had a daughter go through a similar thing. And she sat down before and said, I'm going to sit you down. And I'm going to tell you every single thing that you're about to see. And it's going to shock you right now. But then when it happens, you're going to be like, okay, we're at this point. Okay, we're at this point. Okay, we're at this point. And it helped me. That's super smart. Yeah. It, it helped me so much because then there was no – I mean, there are surprises, but no. But I knew what to you expect. And then I could the see when we were getting to the place of recovery. And when, and the things she told me and that people kept saying, it didn't make me feel better until it happened. So you probably will feel the same way. Kids are 
so resilient. Yeah. And they heal. Like, Benny, I thought she was going to have this massive scar across her chest and she would never look like her sister anymore because they're identical. And I was like, she's going to lose her, like, they're, that thing. And um, it looks like, like a thumbnail. Oh. <laughs> it's nothing. And and we were in. We were in there for a couple of days. It was really, really hard couple of days. And then we were out and we were just like, she did it. You know, I mean, yeah. so the the good news is, is that like he's young. Yeah. So I'm sorry, though. Oh, yeah. It's all perspective, right? Like we yeah. get caught up it's in all... all this stuff sometimes. And then these like big right? things hit you. Like, and you're oh, like, oh, I went to Little League and I forgot the <laughs> mitt. <laughs> now I'm like, yeah. oh, he's got to get an open heart surgery. That's not really true, though. You didn't forget the mitt, did you? That's I guess she it. did. It was horrible. Oh, my she God. Did. Oh, God. Oh, my God. He cried God. and whined. Oh. Yeah. No one had an extra glove. It was a fucking nightmare. Mm. I always wear a glove. <laughs> that, he should have. Thank you. That mm-hmm. was his fault. He should have worn a glove. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it'll. Yeah. That's just it. Though there's moments of, of like hilarity, and we feel despond, despondent. Listen to how I'm saying everything. Like despondent. We feel so despondent in our like parenting <laughs> abilities. But then we turn oh, around and somebody's got to get open heart surgery again. You know, it's like just so <laughs> again, like, again. Yeah, just yeah, I, I'm sorry. Oh, thank you. Me too. Thank you. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. Well, we'll follow you on it. We'll be yeah, for you. yeah. You're not alone. Thank you. So what? Hey. Hey. What has broken you? Yeah. Well, um, when you asked me this, this, there's one story that for sure comes to mind, and and particularly because my kids remind me of it all the time. Um, <laughs> more a way that I broke something, kind of. Well, okay, so basically, here's the story. Um, about a year and a half ago, we... Um, I don't even know what time of year it is. Yeah, year and a half ago. <laughs> so um, LA, I don't right? know. Right? Uh, my two boys and I uh, try to go in the summer to visit the rest of my family who are in Chautauqua, New York, which is a lake in western New York State. Mm. Mm. That sounds awesome. It's awesome, but it's not g- super easy to get to from L.A. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so it involves flying to Newark and then changing planes and then flying to Buffalo. Oh, wow. And then driving. Ugh. So it's a bit of a pain even in, when it goes well. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, And so I was traveling with it. So I guess the boys were nine and uh, six at the time. And... Um, and you were on your own. I was with on them. my own with them, yeah, oh, as I usually am. And uh, so we the, also my younger son is very can be very dramatic and very you know he'll go to DefCon Five if he <laughs> drops a paperclip you know and start <laughs> wailing and you know this is the worst day of my life. You know? Oh my god! But he also I can, love when they he say can be, that. He can be as extreme in the positive too, so oh, it, it balances out. You know? <laughs> Seven-year-old is too. Um, I love when they're like, "This is the worst day." Cause it's like, yeah. "Really? This is your fucking worst day." I mean, in fairness, Oy. life hasn't been that long, but still. Yeah, really. <laughs> um, but then I remind them about this day, which I'm about to tell you. So um, we had to wake up at four fifteen in the morning Oy. because it was like a big travel thing, and then we drove to LAX, and then we get on the flight, which is at seven. Um, so, I mean, it's a lot just already for me yes. as a dad, it's like, okay, it's packed and I have all this stuff that I remember everything, you know, two kids who don't want to help, you know. Ugh. Um, oh, that already sounds like such a pain <laughs> in the ass. So it's a long, oh so it's a super long flight always, you know, across the country and we're there and then. Are they good? Are they good at being on a flight? Do they just like I think zone relatively out? speaking, not bad. Yeah, yeah. They're pretty good. I mean, I let them use the iPad and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So, um. About 2.30 in the afternoon, the plane's just about to land in Newark, and young boy fall, uh, throws up all over himself. Oh, <laughs> oh no, 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 no. And just as that happened, I get a little ding when the phone connects. The connecting flight to Buffalo has now been canceled. <gasps> just not, not like delayed, just canceled. Oh, like, cool. Oh, yeah. need to go there. <laughs> like, right. You guys don't want to go to Buffalo, Sorry. do you? Not today. Um, no. So I'm like, are there any other flights? There's, they're like, uh, no, not, <laughs> only flights are tomorrow, and even that flight only has standby. Oh um, my god, come on! So an hour later, we're standing in the Newark airport and trying to figure out what to do. My son is covered in puke, 
And um, had you checked your bags? We had checked the bags. Oh no! So I had nothing to change them into. And I'm like, all right. And he's past the age too, where you like would reflexively pack. You know, if he was a baby, yeah. you'd have extra outfits. Although but... now I do. <laughs> <laughs> so his pants are yeah, and so oh, we're like, all right, let's just get the luggage and get him changed, and then we'll figure out what to do. No. So there's a luggage issue. <laughs> no. The, 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 the carousel goes round, round, and round, and we're like, it's gotta come. Where is it? Where is it? And then there's no more. No. Oh, that's <laughs> the fucking worst. When you're and like, I'm like, wait, it's where's wait. the luggage? Any moment. And then they're like. Uh, there's the, the our luggage was not there, so we go to the thing, and of course everything's like a t- twenty minutes yes. to wait in line yes. to talk to find somebody. Da, da, da. And there's and someone in line kid, in front of you. And the two is kids like are yelling. like, "What's going on? I'm hungry." And um, <laughs> they're like, "I just threw up. I'm empty." So I show them the <laughs> luggage tag, and they're like, "Well, it could be several hours." <gasps> and I'm like, "All right." <laughs> several hours. Meanwhile, the kids are. <laughs> the kids, wait, wait, what was their explanation? None. Okay, cool. You know, the kids are also now starving. Yeah. Um, and we're in baggage claim, and they're like, there's no food here. Yeah. You have to go to another terminal to find food. You can't, because you can't go back up to the thing where, you know. Because you left. Because we left. The, oh, the, and I'm like, no. What? And I'm like, there's literally nothing. They're like, nope. Come on. <laughs> and you're at Newark? Um. I'm in Newark. Yeah. And also, I'm like, can I? is there a store where I can buy sweatpants? Yeah. Anything. I'll pay any money, like whatever. <laughs> no, there's not. <laughs> is there anything? Nope. All right. So we go to, on the, air, oh the, the like little tram to another terminal to find yeah. food, which, of course, the kids were like, this is so fun. <laughs> um, we get some food. And then finally the luggage comes. Oh, thank God. And we, and we get the luggage. And then um, we're like, okay. Um, I'm like, I need, to, where's my driver's license? <laughs> and I couldn't find it. Uh, and it's lost. No! <laughs> and my kids are like, Dad, what's oh, up? Oh, <laughs> oh no! Um, you could go anywhere. And you had it because you, you probably used it to get on the plane. Oh, yes, exactly, oh, of course. No. So I'm like, all right, now what do I do? <laughs> oh, but anyway, fuck. so I'm like, I'm going to rent a car, though, because it's the only way. And we have to drive. It's like a seven-hour drive. Right. Um, but there's no other way to get there because it's July 4th, and we're only going to be there for two days anyway. Oh, to, to come that, on. Know, and we're, like, trying to get to the thing. Yeah. The thing. My dad's doing the concert in the so your dad's doing a concert. My dad uh, gave up the tuba when he was 15, picked it up again when he was 75. <gasps> He's been playing now for 15 years. He's 90. Um, that's adorable. Oh, yeah. that is awesome. <laughs> that's the cutest thing I ever did here. So, um, all right. So now it's not over. So I get to the so um, we go down to rent a car and I'm like, here's a photo of my license. <laughs> I'm a licensed driver. And they're like, no. Oh, God. <laughs> and I'm like, um, <laughs> that's a good try, though. All right, this is a photo of my photo ID. Right, so they were they're like, no, sorry. So then I did figure out that in New York State, and I still had a New York license. You, there's a one-time thing you can do from the <laughs> DMV website. You can download a temp license, and I figured out how to do that. But first, it was like, you know, I was just get my laptop out and. Wi-Fi and forever, and the kids are like, ah. so we. Wait, did you ever find food? They had food. Yeah, we had the food in the okay. terminal. Came out. Oh right, right, right. He's still covered in puke on his, oh. like now dried on his pants. Cinnamon, cinnabon yeah. frosting all over <laughs> his Disgusting. face. Well, I don't know if you ever heard um, Morgan Walsh's story. Yes, yeah. she came on here and told that <laughs> oh, story. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, mine went in a different direction. So I finally download this license, and I have this PDF on my laptop, and I'm like, I have to go print it now somewhere. So I'm like, because they won't look at it on the screen, they have to, you know. So I can't I see that. Went I to the counter at the airport, and I'm like, I, here's the situation. I need you need to print this for me. <laughs> I'm, I'm not asking. I'm telling you, you have to. Do it. And they're like, all right, well, okay, fine. Come into the office here. And I'm like, okay. And the kids come in. They're like, no, no, the kids can't come in back here. I'm like, what? What? You want me to leave them in the air, just out in the airport? Like, are you fucking crazy? Oh, what the fuck? And they're like, well, they can't come in here. What? And I'm like, what are you talking about? And like, then, they're kids. Yeah. yeah. And, I'm like, and I and I literally was like, 
sorry, I'm bringing them in with me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, okay, you know, they're like, what's, you know, what's your Gmail password so I can get, and I'm like, wait a minute. You know, no. I was just like, it no. was so weird. What? And then I like put it in my Dropbox. It was like all this crap. <laughs> so an hour later into that, we have Whoa. my license. Um, so this, how many hours by this point well, now have it's, you been? It's about seven thirty at this point. <gasps> so you've been there for like five hours. Yeah. So it's um it's seven thirty at night. Yeah. Jeez. Um, and then. Um, oh my god. So we get the thing, go back to Hertz. Meanwhile, the people at Hertz were super nice, Good. and they were like, sort of rooting for us to make this work. And they gave the kids lollipops and Aww. all that. There's always somebody who's like nice and like yes, but oh, not nice God. enough to just give me the car. But yeah, they don't obviously have the power to do that. But that's always nice when you're yeah. like, you can, you see me, you see that I'm having a hard time. So, 7:45, we get on the road, and the biggest thunderstorm ever nope. hits. Like, like to the point you had to no. stop. No, like you know, no. like you like get to pull over to let it happen. Wow. What were you thinking? Were you like, I, I cannot Come believe it? It was one of those things where you're like, Oh, of course. God doesn't want me to see you know? the tuba. You give up after that. So oh we drive, gosh. drive, and then um, we, at a certain point, I was like, Okay, we're not making it. Seven hours. <laughs> like, it's not happening. So we pulled over to, um, you know, Ithaca, New York, and just stopped for the night. And then the next here day, it's gorgeous. It was lovely. Uh, and somebody I worked with had gone to school there and gave me all the tips on. Blah, blah. She's like, she's. It was so funny. She's like, so like, you know, if you're gonna want to go out for a really fun like outing, doing this, go there. Yeah, yeah. Or if you want to go out to a fancy dinner, go to this place. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm like, where do I get like them some milk and then I'm going to sleep? Like, <laughs> it's like I'm not looking for like football activities. And then. Um, the, the cherry on the top is uh, on the way. Then the next day, driving to Chautauqua, we got pulled over. Um, what? By the cops? Yeah. And so, but the quote of the the story goes to my younger son, uh, who who was six at the time, and he said, "Even though I threw up, it was the best plane flight of my life." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you're a good kid. <laughs> That's adorable. He's yeah. been raiding all of his plane flights. Yeah. It's cute. And then, but then my older son, all the time, when we're among other people, is like, Dad, why did you screw up so bad that day? You know, how come you lost your license? Like, you remember that? Wasn't that the worst? Oh my God. Yeah, yeah it was. Thank you. Thanks for needling that wound. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I, what a nightmare. Yeah. I mean, you know, I would have been like, okay, we're going to live here. I'm yeah. done. I'm yeah. not doing this anymore. Well, it was I give one up. of those things where, you know, you're just like. Power through. Dad, what are you going to do? Oh, my and then, God. And it also was like, well, I can get through this and get through a lot, you know. But it, but I, at the end of the day. Oh, oh and, the, and the the big thing about it, though, is the boys were so good. Like, oh, when push God. came to shove, yeah. they're like spoiled and all the other things that have <laughs> all the things that they are normally. In, sure. And sometimes they just evaporated. They were like, they saw that I was a little stressed and they were like there they were quiet they were mellow and they were just like okay understanding this is a, a tough moment and we're just gonna rise to it and it was i was so proud of them wow. you know it's serious when the kids are like oh no we can't nope we're not part of this right we're gonna sit back i'm and gonna ride. lock it down okay but even that i mean even so like at one point they would get so hungry and start crying and i felt oh, so no. bad oh god but um anyway so after Ithaca, you finally did drive. What happened? You got, they got pulled over. You got pulled got over. That's what he said by a cop on yeah, the next just, day. Yeah, we got a ticket, and then and then we got did that, and then we kept going, and then we got there. You did get there yes. eventually. Okay, yeah. so you t- we got there and we saw the family, and it all worked out. Great. And then four hours later, you, yeah. <laughs> you got back. <laughs> you got back on a plane. Oh my gosh! I hope your family was grateful that you guys. No, it was all yeah. I mean, yeah. You never visit. Oh, that yeah. That's, oh my god. I I admire your ability to continue to push on through to get yes. there. I find that to be that yeah. I, we did. I did think about bailing. Yeah, going back, but it's like we're we're not in. We weren't. We were in Newark. We right. weren't in L.A. We were. We, You're on the other side of the country. Very far away. Yeah. <laughs> I have so many follow-up questions. Like, how did you get home without a license? We had the... Well, I had the temp. Oh, license. oh, 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 okay. Right. Oh, my God. By the way, I I then... Now I've got my California license, which I 
proceeded to immediately lose. (laughs) 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 And I have no license. Oh my God. See, for me, I I would find, like, I was waiting for you to be like, and then I found my license. Like, like, (gasps) right? So it just disappeared. But that was the thing when you don't have your license at the airport, like, if they didn't have this weird DMV thing that's only in New York, I really, because there's no cab that's going to take you seven hours. No. There's no, yeah. I mean, I don't know if you to get on a, some kind of amp, some kind of a bus, but even then you need a license, I think, to get, like. Yeah, how not, can you. To buy a ticket. It's or... terrifying. Oh, my God. Apparently there's, somebody <sighs> told me there's a way you can get on a plane. Because, oh, I had a passport. I had my passport, oh. I think. But that doesn't help you get a car. Oh, that's right. You know what oh. I mean? Oh, fuck. It was, it's so, yeah, fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I would have. Wait, I could have gotten on another plane flight, but there was no plane flight. Right. (laughs) I can't believe they just canceled it. They're like, no one needs to go to Buffalo. You don't need to go. Oh, maybe because it was the rain. I was like, was it was it a a weather thing or a mechanical thing? They're like, they were just not into it. (laughs) (laughs) We just weren't feeling it today. We just decided, nah. The pilot was like, I'm just not. (laughs) I don't see it. I'm not seeing it right now. Like I was excited earlier, but now I'm just like not. (laughs) I just sort of want to chill out. Gonna. Oh my God! By the way, think about like yeah. There's so many jobs where you cannot just be like, I just can't come in today. Sorry. Right? Like, like, oh. like an airline pilot. You're just like, <laughs> not gonna do like, it. I'm just so gotta stay home today. They yeah. must have understudies. That's probably what they call them, they call right? Them, yeah, I suppose. An <laughs> understudy. An understudy pilot. I'm going to perform. <laughs> Hi, a I'm the understudy. I've been waiting for this moment. <laughs> the part of your pilot today. Yeah. No, thank you. I will wait and catch the next oh, show. Oh no! Yeah, I got a I got a ticket for that other pilot. I'm not interested in this one. Oh, oh man. Well, thank you for sharing that harrowing oh, my goodness. tale. I can't. It was cathartic. I'm glad I got a chance to talk about it. Wow. I needed to give voice to it. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody else out there is going to be like, I yeah. am not alone. Yes, we see you. We see you, David. Um, Hashtag I lost my license too. <laughs> it's like that feeling of when you you realize you locked your keys in the car, and you're like, oh, <gasps> you're like stranded someplace. Oh my god, and that's never like, happened oh. to me. Has that happened to you? It's happened to me. Yeah, <laughs> it I, has. Things like this, I do a lot of things like this. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh no. <laughs> I love that your son is like, remember that time <laughs> you were a. Idiot. Oh, God. Come on, man. I'll give you a 30 second version of this one thing that I went to. Yeah. When I turned 16, my family threw a surprise birthday breakfast for me because oh. I didn't want like a real party. And, and, um, but I didn't tell them that that very morning I was driving a friend of mine to the airport at like 6 a.m. And there was no reason to tell my parents because they were sleeping. Yeah. And I then locked my keys in the car at the airport. No. <laughs> and again, had no reason to tell anybody because I didn't know that there was going to be a surprise breakfast for me. So I finally got some cop to get into my car, and then I had McDonald's, and I sat, and I, you know, like, and I got home like two hours later, and they were like cleaning up the. Oh, <laughs> happy birthday! Yeah. Oh, you weren't even hungry. Oh, yeah. it always is like an airport and a cop. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God! Oh. Uh, uh, David Wayne has a movie coming out. Yeah, it it comes out on January twenty sixth. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's true. It's um the movie is called A Futile and Stupid Gesture, and it is a biopic about the guy named Doug Kenny, who was the founder of the National Lampoon. Awesome. And he was the uh, guy who made the movies Animal House and Caddyshack. Yes. Ah, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, we are thankful for great. him. Yes, yes, we're all grateful for his his contribution. Uh, we are thankful for him <laughs> and uh, his funny visions. Can people follow you on social media or anything? David Wayne, W-A-I-N. Yay! Uh, and we, of course, are at Mommy Drinks Show on Twitter, Amanda Allen, so Betsy names. Stover on Twitter. You can email us your uh, shit shows uh, to... Uh, why mommy drinks podcast at gmail.com. Tell us uh, what uh, has driven you to drink. You can also call our hotline. Hotline, hotline. Uh, copy with your shit show. 424 
And, uh, you know, if, if the hotline cuts you off, you can always call right back. Uh, it's not going to you're not bothering us by ringing it or anything like that. It's virtual. I yeah, don't know. It doesn't... I don't know if there's someone across the world who hears it ring. Uh, is there anything else we need to tell people? Um, I think we just like go for it. Just, just like go, go for it. it. Like, if you have a dream, like go for it. Just, yeah. <laughs> I mean, David just Wayne is a great ex- living yeah. example of that. Just go for your dreams. It's like follow your heart. <laughs> Follow um, your bliss. Like life is what you make of it. So you are what you eat. Yeah. You are what you eat. If you eat ketchup, you'll smell like ketchup. People are getting so much out of this show. I think people are getting so a lot out of this week. Here. Yeah. So many. A lot of good, so good useful actionable <laughs> items here. Uh, well, David, you're doing a great job. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you really are. You're a fancy director. You're you're fathering your two boys. Mm-hmm. They are not beating each other to death. All the time. <laughs> Yet. <laughs> Mine are also not beating each other. Yet, and you're doing you're doing a great job, Betsy. Thank you. It's yep. a hard time right now, but you're doing a great job. Yeah, it's a real shit show. You're doing a great job. Stop. <laughs> not really. I'm raising a psychopath, but I appreciate the sentiment. You're both doing a great job. <laughs> <laughs> leave it at that. Okay, fine. Thanks. Oh, I'll take your word for it. Girls, girls, you're all doing a great job. Uh, well, if you find yourself, uh, you know, uh, hearing that your kid might have to have open heart surgery and you're like, whatever, it's another day at the office. <laughs> Or you're traveling cross country and you are living planes, trains, automobiles in <laughs> haven't even left Newark Airport. <laughs> or you're just uh, kid, your kid is killing other children. You know, just know that you're doing a great job. My mommy drinks. Campfire. Hey, what's up? I'm Caitlin, and I host a podcast on the What's a Creative Network called Blizzard People. Every week, I invite a guest on to argue their favorite conspiracy theory. And along the way, we have some good old-fashioned laughs. So if you like laughing and conspiracy theories and having a good time, come listen to Lizard People. Okay, see you later. Bye. Bye.